Brendan Higgins, assistant professor of biosystems engineering, is doing his part to make sure nothing in this world goes to waste. <laughs> Not even waste. I'll be back in a second to explain. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Thanks for that, Sylvia. Love you, girl. Anyway, uh, got to correct you, though. I saw her the other day. You saw Sylvia. Yeah, and I feel terrible because I, I was talking with Megan that used to work in our office. And so, like, I, I, it had to be one of those, you know, I, I felt terrible. I love you, Sylvia. We miss you. Saw her at Walmart a couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pandemic okay. pals from a distance, you know what I'm saying? Well, who are we and what are we doing, Jerry? That would be uh, Sylvia. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sylvia. That would be the award-winning hashtag getting the greatest podcast in all of higher education. Brought to you by the Office of Communications and Marketing within the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Obviously, the best college of engineering ever uh, in all of America, yep. in all of the world, likely the galaxy. Probably. We'll find out. We'll find out. We're it. trying to get there. Thanks you know? to folks like Brendan Higgins over here <laughs> exactly. and, and, and others in his ilk of his kind. Uh, that would be Austin Phillips you're hearing over there. I like the shirt. You're looking professional for yeah, once. It's kind, nice. of a, it's kind of a peach. A whole polo. All right. Little little logo yeah. there. Still and, orange. Uh, in the, the orange family. Mm-hmm. Director of the... Yeah, look at us. It was pretty good. Oh, blue, yeah. Well, yeah we're, we're, the, we're the... What are the other colors called that we have? Because we do have colors here that are not just the navy and the orange. We have a lighter blue and a lighter orange. Secondary colors? Is that what they Secondary. There we go. That sounds good. <laughs> We're in the secondary, yeah. you and me. <laughs> he would be the director of the Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist within that uh, office, within the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Thanks for joining us. We've got Marcus Klutz over here, the uh, the striped man himself. We've got Marcus about, over here. About to be a father of About two. to be a dad. I know. What are we going to do about that? This family well, leave like podcast We're going to have to take a lot of photos if he doesn't hire a That's student true. quick. That's true. And uh, today we are joined <laughs> by Brendan Higgins, an assistant professor in the Department of Biosystems Engineering, which is very near and dear to my heart. I cover biosystems. Do you recognize this voice, Brendan? Maybe a little no, centennial but- video? <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. We there had the centennial. Now you see. So you were wondering who's that? Who's now, that guy? Now, who is that now guy? I know. <laughs> is that God? <laughs> now you have it, Brandon. Thanks a ton for joining us. Uh, we want to talk about tons of stuff. Uh, you just got a big grant from the uh, the USDA and with well the Nash. Uh, let's see, what is it? Something with the USDA, National Institute of Food and Agriculture, NIFA. A lot of people call it, and I call it NIFA. Well, I mean, so, but you're pretty close with yeah, it. Yeah, is it NIFA? Is it NIFA? What do you say? Just they, NIFA? They call it NIFA. NIFA. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like NIFA's the, place. You know, NIFA's place. <laughs> NIFA's place. <laughs> Biosystems night at NIFA's place. Yeah. <laughs> they have great corn nuggets. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, thanks for being sure. here. Yeah. And, um, you know, we got some big news, and if, this, if we need to take this out. You know, today we announced civil engineering, right, just expanded their name. Did you, did you, did you hear about this? Is it civil and environmental now? It yes, is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. I've what heard you, there's rumors. Uh, environmental yeah. biases? I mean, kind of like, you know, are you yeah. kind of like staying your lane? A little say, turf war I'm here? expecting some. I know. I mean, you know, because it's kind of like, well, we're broadening and environmental. You know, I'm kind of reading this, and I'm like, early Jeremy, first week on the job, would have been doing double takes back and forth. Who's who? What's what? But now you're educated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all aren't threatened by that. 
No, no, not at all. In fact, I collaborate with people in environmental engineering. So, but that is a question we get a lot from our students is, um, what's the difference between biosystems? And actually, you know, we've got a track in biosystems called ecological engineering. Right. And everyone asks, what's the difference between ecological engineering and environmental engineering? And you just put me on the spot here because I got to have the right answer. <laughs> yeah, that's about to say, <laughs> what do you tell them? <laughs> so, so traditional environmental engineering is about basically treating pollution, getting rid of pollution that's already out in the environment um, using engineering tools. And ecological engineering is about trying to use the environment or manipulate the environment in some way to sort of deal with that pollution without using some of the more traditional engineering tools that environmental engineers have used. So I know that sounds so a little abstract, more, but... From what I know about Brendan Higgins, you would be more ecological then, right? Because you, the tools you're using are environmental in nature, at least for this one project. Well, they are, um, but I think our our approach is a little bit more engineered okay. than what maybe an ecological engineer would do. So for the classic example of ecological engineering is making like a, a treatment wetland. So you use a wetland to treat like waste from a like a refinery or some other kind of mm-hmm. industry. We're not doing that. We're we're still in the realm of of reactors and separations. And this is this is a little bit more in the traditional process engineering area. And that's actually what my area is, is bioprocess engineering. I'm not technically an ecological engineer, but again, you guys have kind of hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of like interaction and and overlap between a lot of these. Um, and I think at the end of the day, we're all trying to solve a lot of the same problems and we do work together. Um, so it's not like we're we're in a turf war competing with each other. Well, for me, I can solve the problem. Of, you know, like I cover so. both. I'm just split so, right down the middle. They're both these two love. They're they're both great to you. Did you get that? Did you yes, catch that? I that know. Was my, I was it was an Andy Cook show reference there. But I mean, for me, you know, I I'm think just, Shakespeare did what, it a first, cognitive though. dissonance. Well, that too, whatever. <laughs> but uh, well, so what is your well, so what is your, along those lines? So what does your degree say? What is by oh like when I was an undergrad right I was a civil engineer so civil engineer yeah right. you're in bio from Northwestern Northwestern are you a, are you from Chicago no where, where are you from, from originally Davis California oh so Whoa. so you went to the Midwest and then you came back yeah okay. I saw the I saw the snow and then I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah what I was going to say how do you grow up in California and be like you know what I, I think really go, could mm-hmm. use some forty mile per hour winds and snow for about eight months. Yeah, well, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> no, I loved I loved Chicago, but um, I wanted to get out of Davis. I grew up there, you know, like I spent my whole life there. And, you know, I could have gone to UC Davis for undergrad and never left that town. So, you know, just being a young 18-year-old, I was like, I got to get out of here. I want to go see something completely different. So um, I applied all over the country and I decided to go to Northwestern. So, so how'd you get here? Walk us <laughs> through that journey. Okay, so... So after Northwestern, I was like, I, I knew I wanted to do something, or I thought I wanted to do something in transportation. Again, I was civil. Um, and so I applied um, for transportation programs, but I, I didn't want to do like the traditional transportation engineering of like, let's, let's figure out how to manage traffic. I wanted to do something more like environmentally related, um, try to reduce the footprint of transportation. And so I, I pretty much homed in on two programs in the country that really had a, a lot of research activity in that area. And that was Davis, UC Davis in my hometown <laughs> mm. and Berkeley. Um, and so, you know, I went and visited both campuses, but I, I don't know. 
I don't want to bash on Berkeley, but I liked no, Davis better. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like Davis better. Okay. I like Davis. I mean, I grew up there. It's a very down to earth community. Berkeley's a little more high and mighty. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I like, I like the culture at Davis. Sure. And so I went there. Um, and so I got my master's in transportation technology and policy, but I ended up studying algae. Like, mm. uh, what's the connection there, right? Like, <laughs> um, Traffic, it, I'm sure, around there moves like that, like mm, algae. Somewhere. Sure, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's terrible. It got worse and worse every year I was back in, in California. Um, but I was interested in algal biofuels, so that was the connection to transportation. So they had this program there where, you know, we um, – we, we were looking at um, different options for greening the transportation infrastructure and biofuels was one of them. They were looking at electrification, but I think algal biofuels really spoke to me. It was like, that's a kind of a cool, exciting thing. It was really hot back then, 2009. You probably heard about it. You still hear about Exxon oh, mobile yeah. and that kind of stuff on, on TV and stuff. Um, but it was really hot back in the late 2000s. Um, and so that's what I ended up that's how I ended up transitioning into biosystems engineering was because I met a professor there who was actually studying this stuff in her lab. Um, so I ended up getting the degree in transportation, finishing that out, but then transitioned over to biosystems because it was a little closer to the things that I had become interested in as a graduate student. Yeah, well, it encompasses so much. We've learned about that. Cheetos, Doritos, <laughs> yep. yeah, okay, uh, other snack Rylander, foods. Yeah. And then also algae. So <laughs> it's awesome that way. That you it can eat the seaweed out. chips. Yeah, exactly. Well. Well, so, so tell us about this. Uh, yeah, well, the, well, we uh, still got to get to Auburn. We haven't oh, got no, to Auburn. We haven't got to say, we're yeah. still in Davis. Yeah, golly bomb. Well, yeah. let's get yeah. going. I had never. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff. Sick of California. Yeah. So so I had actually, I'd heard of Auburn because my one of my friends from high school went to college here. I know like. That's half the battle, right? There. I know, right? Like, mm-hmm. came we, from. We take it everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all I knew about Auburn was they have a big football program. That was pretty much the start and end of it. Um, until I saw there was a job opening here in biosystems. And so I applied for it. I applied here. I applied a lot of places. Um, and then they called me here to interview. And I was like, all right, I'm coming. <laughs> and I liked it. So, um, I actually was lucky to have a couple choices and I picked Auburn. So, um, Best decision in your life. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> well, what do you think? What do I think of Auburn? No, yeah. Well, I'm happy here. Our family's happy here, um, and I, I feel like we have a really, I have a really good department, very supportive people, and I have a lot of good colleagues, um, people in College of Engineering, College of Ag. Um, so, I mean, what else can I ask for? It's a good town. Our yeah. kids are pretty young still. We're not in the schools yet. Um, well, I was going to just ask you, I mean, you, you were up in the Midwest, you're out West, you're, what are some just misconceptions of the South or things that you, you thought different that you've come to Auburn and be like, you know, that's not like that at all. Well, it wasn't. Yeah. So it was, it was when I first came to Auburn, I wasn't really sure what to expect. You know, I drove down 85 from Atlanta and it was just like, trees everywhere mm-hmm. and i was like well that's different <laughs> um and then uh came into auburn and they put me up in the hotel here and i was like all right this is it like this is the place <laughs> like, <laughs> good selling point here it really go. is that, that you're hotel, looking at sanford hall yeah that hotel really like it does sell auburn um oh. in a way and I, i've heard other people say this too it's like wow this is 
I didn't know the South was like this. You know, like, like because, <laughs> no, you know, we have, there's a lot of stereotypes out there, right? And no, just like Californians, true. like people hear me talking, they're like, oh, you're from California, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, where's like, your surfboard? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when, and when, when did you get here? Uh, so I, I started in fall 2016. So we, we moved here in August. So you were the big part of the big uh, the new faculty hires, right? Yeah, it was. I was yeah. a cluster yeah. hire. The cluster yeah, hire. He, he, yeah, he was. Is here. that the term? Yeah, is that the term yeah. we use? A cluster we ha- hire. We've had so we've had so many in, in such a short period of time. I mean that that was a big um, you know push from our dean and from um, our associate deans. You know, if you look at the metrics of you know the premier institutions uh, in the nation, you know we we've got to have more faculty. And we've got to be doing more research. And so, I mean, what, 200 faculty members, I want to say, since uh, 2015, about that we've hired. So is that just engineering? Or just, is that- just engineering. Yeah. Just engineering. So, I mean, massive, massive. And, awesome. and, and we're not just hiring anybody. See? Exactly. We're not hiring just anybody. We're hiring superstars like Brendan. Amen. I know we got we got to get a, a bunch of good photos of you, and I can tell it's so great for me when you know somebody's like, okay, well, I need a photograph of somebody. And obviously, this guy over here, Marcus, is he, not only does he know how to twist knobs, <laughs> but he, he's pretty good with the shutter. A little shut photog over here. Well, I'm bringing Marcus so, in a cool lab, and you get well. So those are, those are the best photos. I mean, I'm like you know, I'm like I need I need some I need Brandon looking at some, something green some good <laughs> oh, something green and sure enough i'm like type it in boom I was like, there it is frame it <laughs> new desktop yes. there's brendan higgins uh let's talk about this project because i'm sure. excited about it because this is you know usually i come in here and i have yeah. no idea what yeah. i'm talking about i was about to say it's, I, it's crazy <laughs> how when you write a story about something you get real excited but i know about i kind of know what's going else, on here the rest of us are doing you're like, uh well, well you might be interested in this splitting atoms it's, on, again. it's about manure so <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, of, there's a okay. lot, of, lot of stuff my ears just <laughs> perked up <laughs> hey i was actually about to say no there's so much i mean the the intro for this is gonna be so good yeah i can marcus uh, you got your bleep button yeah. ready but uh it's i mean i won't even attempt to remember the title of the project but the um, US- development of bacterial agile zooplankton process for conversion of agricultural waste into that makes it sound boring feed. yeah that makes it sound boring yeah that's that's the academic title uh, i was going to title the cleaning story cleaning up poop <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about you know from wastewater don't encourage jeremy you, you know using uh, farming wastewater farm wastewater manure yeah. wastewater sure yeah right and then turning it into fish feed. So I was gonna, I was gonna run the story idea by. I was gonna call it from ass to bass. But, <laughs> but then I thought, I don't know, I don't know yeah, if we could clear that. I didn't know right. if we could yeah, clear that. Yeah. But um, uh, anyway, but so it's, I mean, it's pretty fascinating. I mean, despite when you when you when you're looking at what's going on, I mean, this is when I think of biosystems and I think of engineering. I let uh, Lauren Winton. Uh, one of our writers like look at it and she of course she's so she loves everything and she's mm-hmm. so I mean, she was like this is such great research this is such you know you know such a a good endeavor environmentally all this stuff so let's talk about that what did the usda what are they what do they want to support so they're really interested in in supporting food production from start to finish um and so one of the things that they're looking at, though, is right now the big topic is sustainable food production, right? And part of sustainable food production is recycling things within the food production system. And so I think that's what excited reviewers and excited the USDA maybe about this project was it was really direct. 
Like we are literally taking something that is a waste product right now and trying to turn it back into something that's actually useful instead of a waste product. Um, I mean, right now, you know, farmers do recycle their waste uh, quite a bit. It's actually a lot better in many ways than our urban infrastructure. Um, but right now they mostly apply this stuff on fields right around their livestock operation because they can't really transport it very far. Um, and that causes some problems because um, sometimes they overapply in the area around their their livestock. Um, so you'll get a couple of fields right around it where it's just hyper saturated with nutrients. And then you'll get other parts where they're applying tons of chemical fertilizer to support the crop growth. Um, so this project tried to sort of like shortcut this process and take that manure, get the nutrients out of it, upgrade them into protein uh, directly instead of going through the whole traditional agricultural process, which also accomplishes the same end game, right? You're taking the manure, you're fertilizing crops, you're growing the crops, you're taking them, you're feeding them to animals, and then we, and then we got the meat around and, and, around. Then, and, and around it goes, right? It's just not very efficient though uh, because of that spatial aspect. Like you can only go so far with the manure before you, it costs too much to transport. Um, so our idea is let's, let's get a couple of these big, you know, animal feeding operations in a, in a certain area and let's create like a centralized treatment system right in the middle of all of them where they can all basically pump their manure over to this facility and it'll basically treat their waste. And at that facility is going to pay for itself by producing a product. Right. Um, so that's really the idea, um, behind this project is to try to basically, it's like a recycling center. For poop, and, right. and what's the product that you're that you're creating out of that? Uh, so what we're creating is um, in our project, we're creating a zooplankton. Uh, zooplankton are these very small organisms. They actually look like little insects that live in the water, and fish eat them. Uh, let me correct so. you. It's Daphnia. Daphnia is uh, the zooplankton <laughs> in this case. Yeah. I don't know. It's a special strain. You know that it's a special strain of it. <laughs> yeah. Fish really high in nutrients. It's a. It's a. It's a. Um, it detects uh, pollution, right? Well, yeah. So toxicity is the word I was looking for. That's right. Researchers use Daphnia for de- detection of toxicity, um, and that's been a historical use, just from a science point of view. Uh, but they're also they they're fish food. You know, they live out in the environment. Fish eat them all the time, along with many other kinds of zooplankton. This is just a model. It's not saying you know you have to use this kind of Daphnia. These ones just happen to work pretty well. Um, but you could use another zooplankton that may also work equally well. Um, so walk, walk, walk through, paint, paint me a picture of like this. I mean, how, how did we figure this out? How did you, how did you, I mean, the, is, are any of these discoveries, the fact that the, because first you have to do algae, right? You got to grow the algae. You have yeah. to grow algae on the manure wastewater. That's right. Right. In order to clean it of something, right? Of nutrients. Yeah. Or to extract nutrients yep and then they're gonna and then the daphnia the zooplankton eat the algae that's right and then so the, the fish nutrients now eat. pass from the algae to the zooplankton to the daphnia right and then the, and then to the fish so it's like it's all just cascading through this system and first of all i want to point out this all wasn't my idea this was sure it this was. is a this was a <laughs> this is a team effort team effort um, alan wilson yes alan wilson in agriculture yes no that guy too so um I, I deal with algae. That's what my lab specializes in. And so the parts about how we uh, grow algae on this kind of manure water. And first of all, algae don't like growing on manure water, just like we don't like growing on manure water. 
Um, and so we had to do some steps to make it so it's palatable so that they can actually use that nutrient source. Um, and that, that was sort of the innovation on my part. But then the part about taking the algae and feeding them to Daphnia actually came about kind of organically um, when I started talking but to Alan. Ch- I hope so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, Alan Wilson in fisheries had an REU program. He still has it, actually. Um, and I had one of his students in my lab. And that's what kind of started that conversation about Daphnia. Um, and he had found these Daphnia that can live on toxic algae. And that was pretty cool because people are always trying to get rid of the toxic algae. You hear about them all the time, right? Like in Florida and stuff. And so he found these Daphnia that could eat them. And most of the time stuff just dies when they eat them, right? But these weren't. So it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if they could eat our algae, you know? And then that's kind of how that, that idea came about. It wasn't, it wasn't mine. I didn't even know much about Daphnia before I met Alan. So, hmm. Hmm. What do we think? Keep him. Oh, no, this, is, I, I, this is <laughs> fascinating to me. I know it but is. But where I'm, you know, you're a professor and you can study anything pretty much in your field. And you're like, you anything know you can get funded for. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm like, I'm going to study. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad there is. But as you're describing all this, uh, my aunt and uncle have farms up in Sneed, uh, up in Blount County, and I'm sitting here thinking about this in the process of the way that would work. Cause I, I know they used, um, some Auburn. I'm, I don't know if it was ag who it was, uh, figured out years ago that the, they've got chicken houses. So uh. the, the dead chickens, they would use that. And if they rolled it, they could turn it into fertilizer that they in, then could use. Like compost your chickens. Compost yeah. your chickens. And yeah. so, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking of how that would work out with the cattle, with the ponds that they've got cool it, awesome it may not yeah it would require some engineering it's not something i never envisioned this as being something a farmer would implement on their farm it's it's not i don't think it's friendly for that you know that audience what we would instead do is try to uh we would take their manure which you know they might want to just apply it to their field that's probably their like go-to option for that uh, but if we tell them hey we're going to pay you a little bit for that manure to run it in our system I think that's what's going to get the traction. It's not It's not saying, hey, you guys need to go install this stuff on your farm. No, that's that's just a non-starter, I think. Just we're going to buy your We're going to buy, buy your, your stuff. crap. We're going to buy your crap and we're going to use it. <laughs> I mean, they're already doing that. Like you said, your family's in the poultry yeah. industry. Yeah, so the poultry industry's already uh, kind of doing that where they got all the litter mm-hmm. and then they got to go, they'll, they'll have it land applied. They're not going to necessarily, I mean, they probably don't even have their own land where they're going to land apply it. They're going to sell it to somebody who's going to go put it on their pasture. Um, and so they'll get a little money for that. Maybe not a lot, like a, I think like $10 a ton or something, but hey, you know, you got a lot of tons of it. Yep. It kind of, it can add up. You can get a few hundred bucks. So, um, so this, no. I would, I didn't envision this as being applicable necessarily to poultry because poultry production is on litter. Right. It's a solid material. Right. Uh, this, this process is more geared towards a liquid product, like a, like a flushed dairy operation. Um, a hog operation, something like that. See, Austin, what they do is they <laughs> spray their their farms and stuff to get to clean it. Yeah, and then that stuff turns it, what, it backs up into these lagoons. Yeah, I mean you get you can't yeah, work we, with that. We start talking about the liquid. I yeah. thought we were talking about Taco <laughs> yeah, Bell for a minute. No, no. You know, so. Well, like well, along those lines, I mean, does this is exclusively bovine or you know pig? Well, I mean, could we not? Well, that's you a know, huge. Both of those are huge Austin's markets. <laughs> 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 oh, 
hook it up to some pipes. <laughs> well, I was about to say, we had Dan Harris down here. We're already right. running the AC with our poop. So why don't we go ahead and I want as many uses, feed the fish? I want as many uses of excrement <laughs> yeah. as we can get. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of, I mean, I don't know. There's something There's something satisfying in that thought that yeah, you can just sit there and have those recycling arrows going all Cir- day long. Circle you know of life, I mean? baby. Exactly. Circle of life. Remind us, we, we, we don't have much time, but the uh, the amount the the uh, the award was a how how much was it again? Uh, it, was about, it was about four hundred and thirty four thousand dollars. Four hundred thirty four. Six hundred fifty nine. Yeah. Cool. What? How much? Four hundred thirty four thousand six hundred fifty nine. Okay. I wonder why is it that exact number? Why is it always? Why is it always? Well, like I, that? we make the budget, but they tell us they told us in our case, you know, we had to cut it a little bit. Just that's pretty typical right now. Um, so they gave us an upper ceiling and it was like a round number, but it's very hard to hit a round number when you make a budget. Yeah. Hmm. Brennan, can't thank you enough for uh for joining us i, was to say, I, I just really want, i just want to be like, this was coolish <laughs> no. well i mean it is it is it is it is fascinating i remember when i when i was reaching out and he's like oh yes manure everyone's favorite topic <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> all do it we, let's do it but uh congrats on that what's real quick so what's next on i mean this is a uh what four year yeah it's a four-year project four-year project i mean is that taking up a lot of your time outside the classroom i mean is this mostly what you're working on um, I mean, this is one of the projects in our lab. We have a few others as well, kind of three uh, research areas, and this is one of those three. You teaching classes in the fall? Yes. How many classes you got? Two. Okay. All right. All right. In person? Going for it? Blended. 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 Yeah. Blended. <laughs> Blended. High flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Thanks so much for yeah. joining us. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you. Thank you.